0: Live December 4th, the Globe Theater in Los Angeles. I have Christian Harloff with me from Movie a Trivia Schmodown. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it.
0: So for those that are uninformed, what exactly is a Schmodown?
1: Sure, man. Uh, so I back in 2014, uh, well, even farther back than that, in 2008, myself and fellow comedian Mark Ellis, we started a, a YouTube channel called Schmoes Know, where we just took the average Everyday Joe and reviewed movies. Now you, you know everybody said, "Well, everybody does that now." They, they didn't do that in two thousand and eight. We were one of the first uh, few people to do that. We built a nice little following around it, and in like we had a two-hour podcast that we were doing uh, in twenty fourteen, and it was live. And we decided, let's do—we're so both sports fans, so let's let's do something where the last segment of the show would be like a a sweet sixteen uh, of the, the the trivia players of out of our out of our crew that we play with. And we had, like, Katie Sackoff on, you know, Mandalorian and some other people, and we played. It was a lot of fun. Fans loved it. So we did it the following year in for teams. But we got, like, Rotten Tomatoes involved and IGN. And then in 2016 is when it all really changed. We made it weekly, and we wanted to do not only a kind of UFC meets Jeopardy type thing, but then I wrote for the WWE very short and long time ago, and I've been a wrestling fan all my life. And, and so what I wanted to do was what if we took – like the the really theatrical parts of sports entertainment and put that within characters and did the big entrances and heels and uh, and, and baby faces and did championships and all of that. And we did it. And and it was it, it was a hybrid of those three things that I just said. It was it's Jeopardy meets UFC meets WWE. And it is intense. It is a professional league of movie trivia people go "Ah, that's movie trivia i mean what's how are you going to make that a sport a mental sport well how did how did video games become esports? how did darts become a phenomenon how did wrestling become wrestling it just you treat it seriously you get the fan base involved enough and people will take it seriously and the, the, the competitors certainly do that
0: yeah yeah you make a really good point putting it out there and presenting it the right way certainly is the way that you get people to jump on board like uh you mentioned the two the, the poker craze and darts like i had no interest in darts whatsoever but just hearing that guy like yelling 180 when the guy throws like a triple bullseye i'm like i could get into this and, you yeah know.
1: yeah but well, it's well it certainly speaks to your to your interest right and when you and if you come to a live event you'll you'll wrestling fans immediately understand it. like they get it immediately they see the like it's how booker t is involved with us now Chris Jericho's involved with us, and it's because they they understand right away like what what it's built off of and how it's built and and when you sit down it's like when you go to a bar and you watch people trivia they go oh you want to play yeah sure who who directed uh, Jaws two who did this blah, blah, blah. and then it's just like and then you forget about it and it's it it's, it doesn't stick with you but with us it's it is the big entrances, the musics, the promos, like everything that, that you say, oh, I, it's more about the personalities. The game, of course, is what you are there to see and how good is the game going to be. But if you don't stick with the actual uh, competitors and care about the personalities, very similar to to wrestling, then then it's a bust.
0: You know, one of the, the things that I, I actually like about it is probably a contrast to what you just said, but I feel like, it's very easy to jump in and you know kind of play along and not feel like or you don't have to be afraid like you're missing anything because it you know it's a different show every time and the personalities that you have on there certainly i think amplify that and maybe make it more comfortable for people but you talk about some of the names you've have you've had on uh chris jericho booker t i know brad gilmore uh, wrestling fans will know from his work with Booker but you know he has his whole own thing going on with the I guess I'll call it a post show but uh, more of the analytical side of it um, and Star Wars fandom so that's another way to help people get involved other names were uh, Jen Decker or Jen Sturger uh, Chris Van Vliet so there's certainly uh, overlap for people i feel like you know do you book people a certain like do you look for people that are more invested on the wrestling side like maybe like oh hey i think you would be good for this because of a certain reason or is it just kind of you base it on who's available at a certain time
1: No, it's a mix of all of that. Um, And to go back to your previous point, it's absolutely um, crucial that people can just jump into it. The the overall thing is that they want to stay because if you get in, you start watching trivia. And like you said, it's like, oh, okay, it's Star Wars trivia. I think I'm pretty good at that. And then you start watching it. You don't want them to bail after two or three matches. You want them to stick around because, oh, I saw that guy. I saw that girl play. And they're going to play again. I like their personality. I like what they did last time. They were entertained. They had a great entrance. They did this. Oh, my God, I got hooked in that storyline. I didn't come here for that storyline. I came here for Star Wars trivia and now I'm hooked in but you're absolutely right you come in for that trivia to say well I think I'm pretty good at this and that's Eventually, to answer your second question, how we start to find more people, and it's just a mixture of all of it. There are people who understand how to cut a promo. There are people who understand the theatrical side of it. There are people who don't understand that side of it and still take things personally. And we have to still figure that portion of it out. But there's there's a lot of different ways. It's if somebody's fantastic at trivia, really good at it, and eventually can get to that place where. The fans will like them. They can be electric. Like example of that is um, so we had a fan that came to see a bunch of live events that we did and her name was Marisol McKee and she was uh, she was in the crowd when we did our, our sold out event in Orlando and she wound up her, her boyfriend at the time was like at the Q&A session was like she's she can play. She'll be good. And she's like, Sh- shut up, sit down, sit down. So she comes to the party afterwards, and we're talking. She's like, how do I get involved if I was going to get involved? Very shy. And I'm like, well, why don't you play in the fan league? See how you do. Fast forward to today, she's the first female singles champion we've ever had. She is the first African-American champion that we've ever had. And she is electric now on the microphone. She has just been embraced by the fans. And we found her through just process of, okay, interest, understanding it. And then you flip side to that of like, say like a, a Chris Jericho, where I found him besides finding Chris Jericho, but the way he got involved, I I hosted a show called Collider Live and and he was on it and I wasn't asking anybody. I wasn't, wasn't going to ask him to about Schmodown because I was asking too many people about it and I didn't want to bother him with it. And at the end of the interview, he goes, well, I'm just waiting for my Schmodown uh, invite. And I was like, anytime you want, man, like uh, let's do it. And so his first match was against Kevin Smith and that obviously worked out, that brought new people in. So it's just a mixture. Some people, you got to, some people just get the promos right away. Some people understand the storylines right away, whether they're wrestling fans or, or whatever. And then there's other people who you just got to kind of guide through it.
0: Any uh, wrestling personalities or superstars in particular you you maybe want to have on in the future like maybe use this as your your own pitch your personal pitch or promo right now
1: so i was in talks for a while with uh with seven bucks when we were talking and i think i still think because the the rock has been um he he's done stuff john roca who's one of our longest um he's actually has a match spectacular where it's his last match but he's been he was the first guy i've known john since college and he's a guy who knew wrestling really well understood. It was our first heel when everybody else didn't know what the hell you guys doing. You're combining wrestling with movie trivia. What John understood it right away and John got it. And so when John John was working a collider with me, we sent him to a junket for Jumanji and I think it was Baywatch and, and he, he brought the belt with, uh, with Dwayne. And, and so Dwayne had cut a promo for us and did some other things. But then I was talking to them before I got involved with skybound entertainment, I was talking to seven bucks and I had rock- worked with Brian, um, uh, in the past and we were just having conversations. So I'd love to have him involved, obviously not just because, oh, of course you'd want the rock involved. Look at the biggest superstar out there. Not just that, his understanding of both the the wrestling side of it plus the entertainment, I think, is a perfect mixture. I think Xavier Woods is someone for sure that is that I think would get this thing um, really really well. Big E, um, there are I mean, there's there's tons uh, of people that I think that could really work inside of it. Um, so. I don't know, there's, there's a, uh, CM Punk is someone that I've had on my show in an interview, not in SmoDown. So f- where we, I've interviewed him a few different times. I think that he, I think he would get it. I think he'd understand, um, especially in the horror division. He's a big horror guy. So um, I, continuously to talking to everyone is something that I, people who want to do it are like Booker T found us through one of John Rocha's matches. And that's how Brad Gilmore reached out to me after we did that match. It was John Rocha versus Dan Merle. Uh, back in 2017, and he reached out and said, Booker really likes what you guys are doing. And then, you know, then we went up doing an event at the Reality Wrestling uh, Arena and Booker got involved in the storyline, which was really was fun and surreal for me, too, because he's one of the first people I met when I was working at WWE. So it was, it was cool to be working with him again. Just recently had a conversation with, uh, with Amy Duma about, about potentially getting involved. So there's, there's a lot of different things that we're talking about, have been doing. So it's been fun.
0: You you certainly named uh, a a really good variety of people right there, but I think also people that understand what you're trying to do, or at least I'll single out Booker T, uh, understands how to present your product in the right way to cater it, not only to the people that are, and, and I'm talking broad terms, like not just him and his vision for wrestling, but yours, and trying to get people involved that are there now and pulling other people in. Like he understands the entertainment side of wrestling, where it's not a departure of what he learned how to do, but you know, also pulling in the future.
1: He is absolutely brilliant. And um, I, I'm just such a fan of him in general, but being able to really kind of get to know him over the last couple of years, but going back to that, getting him involved in the storyline thing, I remember Brad was, I said to Brad, "I would love to get Booker involved in this." He's like, "Yeah, Booker would love to." And, was, and Booker came in, and we were at, at in, his, in his office, and and I went in to go see him, and we're we're talking, and he's like, "So what's what's the what's the storyline? Like, what, what what would what would you want me to do?" And I I told him once, and he goes, "Tell me one more time." And I told him, and he goes, "I got it." And I was like, "Okay." And it was and it was a lot. Yeah. So I'm like, is he, you know, is he gonna? He's probably just gonna do his own thing, and that's fine. The dude hit everything I asked him to do. He did. He threw in his, he threw in a, a couple of things that obviously make Booker Booker, but he nailed every moment and he's just, he's Booker. So he made this stuff work and and the crowd popped at the right moments. It was just, he added some new flavor to it. And I was like, oh man, this guy, this is why he's one of the greatest. Cause you just see what he did. And again, that was just a, such a great kind of geek out Mark moment for me. Because here I am uh, creating this thing now and working with Booker in his wrestling arena and watching, doing exactly what you just said. He just gets it. He knows how to sell it. And then being on his show on ESPN where he's talking about it and he's a, he's a fight fan in general. So he understands the mixture of all of it. And you're absolutely right. He's, he's, he's the perfect guy to be involved um, with us. And I'm, I'm blessed that he's, uh, he's embraced it the way that he has. Yeah.
0: Uh, Real quick. I want to promote the event. Yes. Yes this weekend uh as i mentioned it's schmodown spectacular six you can catch it live december 4th globe theater in los angeles you mentioned it's uh john roca's last match uh his character is named the outlaw if anybody wants to check out what it's all about uh i would say that's a really good character study of some of the personalities that are on the show uh one of the the one's the most recent videos i actually watched was uh john going against alex wolf you know him from oh, jumanji yeah. and hereditary and again it speaks to it's very easy to jump on board get involved like play along but then towards the end you start to see that uh strategy involved where at one point you know he he kind of played rope-a-dope a little bit it seemed like where he was like oh i knew the answer but uh uh what was it like family feud like pass back back and yeah. forth but yeah yeah he did it for points there was strategy and yeah. it, it's kind of fun to watch
1: that's what they do man especially now you know because like they there's so there's ways to do it on as far as the, the wheel round goes like they, you get to pick two slices, and the question is, are you going to pick two slices that you're strong in, or are you going to put a slice on there that you think you're okay at, but you know your opponent is terrible at? Um, are you going to try to check down the multiple choice on a particular question, knowing that if you get it wrong, that do you still think that your opponent could get it on that one point, or should you just try to go for the two points because there's no chance that they know it? There are, there's tons of strategy involved in it and, and, and how you – maneuver it and this is a five-round match that john is playing against dan merle and dan merle is um is arguably the the greatest player that has ever played They're former teammates they were rivals back in 2017 um and then they became teammates and they won a championship together and now they're rivals again john turned on on dan last spectacular when we were still in um in the virtual world and he turned his back on him and 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 then this year he decided that he was gonna he's stepping down and he wanted a match and dan dan said Let's do it. So this is the second time they've ever played one on one, you know, since since that time in 2017. So it's going to be a very very historical match and, and emotional for John because he's been involved since 2015. So for him to stand uh, step down for the last time, but you know, you mentioned the outlaw and the, the character study. We had we put a like a, a documentary on John. So if anybody and it's public now, if you want to check out the the rise the um the rise of the outlaw, Schmodown, and you'll see it. But yeah, the Spectaculars are WrestleMania it's it's the it's it's the big end of it all the titles are on the line and there's that special match with Dan and John there'll be special guests there'll be special moments um big entrances and besides just seeing it live in the in person you can get it on pay-per-view at the uh, at the live.com to check it out
0: yeah go ahead. check out the schmodown.com uh youtube the schmodown just search it comes right up it's the channel's name is movie trivia schmodown but if you just search Schmodown, it's very easy to find. Um, a lot, There's a lot to look forward to this weekend. Not only uh, the la- the Outlaw's last ride, but you also have, uh, just to kind of get more of a flavor of some of the stuff you guys have going on, there's a Star Wars Championship match, an Inner Geekdom Championship match. There's singles titles, tag titles. You just mentioned a heel turn. This is very much up, professional professional wrestling's alley uh if you're a fan i would encourage you to tune in uh again check it out live if you're in the area and you can order it on pay-per-view tune along uh any anywhere else uh fans can follow along the schmodown that you want to promote
1: a twitter tiktok um you know uh, facebook we we're 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 everywhere you know there's there's the there's the reddit threads there's there's tons of stuff The fans are very active as you mentioned brad gilmore not only does he have a a, a after show called the schmodown rundown that he hosted frank janish he is the chairman my my position for the fcl which is essentially like our nxt which is going to be our full-on digital league and it's where people people always ask like how do i get involved in the schmodown that's the best place to audition um to send in a tape to the fcl and then you if you can if you have the personality if you're good at trivia and you have an opportunity to kind of that's our it's on twitch mm-hmm. and once once you have a few matches there then you have a, a chance to move on over to uh to the main show
0: there you go you think you think you got the chops on on the mic you you have the knowledge go check it out fcl uh movie a trivia schmodown you can check out this weekend globe theater on pay-per-view or live uh wanted to thank you very much again for your time, Christian Harlow.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.